is the main satellite. The main satellite. You motherfuckers hear that? The main satellite. Hello again, my fellow listeners. Welcome back to the main satellite, the second season of the main satellite. And once again, my name is Tamarcus, a.k.a. Tamarcus Prime, the Black Panther, the Black Skull, any of those names you can use for me. I'm from Goldsboro, North Carolina, and now I reside in Charlotte, North Carolina. And I'm here with the panel. Y'all know them, but I'll let them introduce themselves. My name is Brody. Uh, I'm from Goldsboro, North Carolina. I currently reside in Winston-Salem, North Carolina. Happy, as always, to be a part of the main satellite. Looking forward to uh, the topic of discussion tonight. I'm excited. Hey, my name is uh, Jay Gruel. Hey, I'm just from everywhere USA. But hey, I'd like to introduce a friend of mine, a guest to the main satellite. You know, he's a father. He's a musician songwriter, philosopher, and author of a publication entitled The Nation of Indoctrination. Everybody, B-Ham. B-Ham. Brian Hamilton is the name. I'm from New York, lived there all my life. And I moved to Cali. And, you know, do have a brother out here and a sister out here. And I ran into some people that were cool, like, and that would be Jason, matter of fact. He was like, I guess he was like a, actually, he acted like a student, but he wasn't really a student. We'd come by and ask him, pick my brain about questions and stuff, and I would answer whatever I could answer, you know, because I don't know it all. I'm learning just like he's learning. So, so one of the, one of, I don't know if this, I don't know what your subjects are today, but my subject is uh, the, the N symbol. That was the name of one of my original titles, the N symbol. Mm -hmm. And when we talk about a symbol, a symbol could be anything. It could be 3D. It could be a statue. It could be a, a, a iron on on your shirt. It could represent a school, a NFL team, basketball team, whatever the case may be. The N symbol we're talking about is that word. Mm -hmm. That word. And I said in one in my uh, article and symbol, I'll be using both ways. I'll be using it the N symbol, which means the N word, and I'll be using the the actual words. And the reason for that is because that's what it is. That's what they are. You know, some people use the N word as a, a way of being uh, of being polite or, or what they say politically correct. And 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 I can understand it, and I and I'm a person that completely dis uh, 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 can cannot stand that word being used any other way, any other way other than to excoriate it or to destroy it. Mm -hmm. So when you hear me using it, it's not to promote, it's not to engage, it's not to 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 increase my rap brand. Mm -hmm. It's to it's to let people know what they haven't been told or understood since the schools don't teach you these things and 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 they done so they work so hard to keep us from informing each other mm -hmm. 
I was fortunate to have parents, uh, especially my mother, who informed me about a lot of stuff, you know, because she did a lot of stuff herself. So, and that's my my subject, the incident. I, I'm I'm so, and it's not just me, but I'm so uh, right now dedicated to have that word eradicated from America's hearts and minds. And I'm mm-hmm. not the original for that. The ones originals who wanted that word eradicated from America's hearts and minds was the all the ones that made the real sacrifices. The one that died. <laughs> the ones that was getting bitten by dogs, bombed, beat up, and everything else. Now, that word right now is 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 being used as a tool to recycle, to regurgitate to endorse and enforce someone else's ideology. And we know who that is. But the, the thing is like, when you are not informed of this and someone's not telling you this, you don't know better. You only go by what your environment's about, what you, how you live. And to them, that using that word is just like saying hello. Yeah. They, have, they have no connection or understanding the history behind a word. Once again, the end symbol. And once you've been indoctrinated or brainwashed for 400 years, well, you know how people have a hard time trying to quit cigarette smoking. Can you imagine you've been hearing that word for so long, that's who you are and that's what you're gonna always be. And you've been calling your brother that and he's been calling you that. And for all these years, it's not that easy to stop. I mean, knowledge and wisdom, education can handle a lot of that. But some of it is so deep and entrenched in their minds, they can't they can't even understand it when you try to tell them you shouldn't say that word. See, you know, in in terms of um, if I could just interject in terms of using the word. So the way that I was raised now, we heard it in the household. My grandma said it. My mama said it. My mama used it. My dad used it Uh, as kids weren't really allowed to use it. Um, But we understood early on what the context was, you know, but we ourselves were not allowed to use it. Now, as for instance, my mama goes out of her way not to use it now. She will slip every now and again. My siblings will go out of their way not to use it. They will slip every now and again. I uh, normally never use it unless it's for, like you were speaking of, uh, talking about before, uh, context. So in other words, if I'm quoting what someone else has said, saying has said or is saying that i'll use it there but it's very rare when i do that it just doesn't feel good doesn't feel good for me to use it but i understand why people use it i understand the purposes behind them using it and i understand um uh the differences of usage i prefer not to use it myself i don't ever really slip up Uh, in fact i know i don't slip up i only use it for context or like i said if i'm repeating something somebody else has said but um I prefer not to use it, but I don't shit all over anyone who decides that they want to. That's just something that I, as a personal well, preference for me. I, you hear, know. I hear you. And a matter of fact, uh, we was brought up. You couldn't say that in my house. You had two choices. If you said that word in the house, you either got a, a good whipping or you had to hear a speech that you'd rather get the whipping. <laughs> <laughs> so that's how it was. My brother slipped once and said that. I think it was about 15 and, my, and you thought he robbed somebody. My father said, man, you better not ever say that word again because these older folks know what that word is about, yeah. what they went through. Mm-hmm. So they're not trying to hear it. 
Mm-hmm. And like I put in my document, it's like a person who saw their parents or their sisters getting raped. You ain't trying to hear that word no more. Mm-hmm. Not even for fun, not in gesture, jokes, or nothing. You ain't trying to hear it. Mm-hmm. But if you don't understand the history behind it, it's easy to use that word. When I tell people that word is, is, is synonymous or connected with kidnapping, bondage, pedophile, rape, torture, and murder. There's no way you could say that to me, especially with the other subwords as animalistic, spiritualist, not spirits, uh, third class, no citizen, dumb, stupid. You know the list. The list is long. The sub word, the sub list of that word is so long, and none of it's positive. There's no way you, you can be using that word. Now, right now, if you're not if you're not paying attention, that word is being used so so much now in the music you have to be smart enough to say wait a minute something's wrong with this hmm. because it's being used i counted 40 times in just in one song oh wow one You're, song what, what song I was that count. i don't know what song i don't have you just pick one out just when they play just pick one out mm-hmm. okay just pick a song <laughs> out. you don't have to worry about what song it is yeah i don't this doubt it how, this is, how prolific, all, yeah. this is how it is. The proliferation of it is so bad now. But who does it benefit? It benefits the ones who practice that ideology. Just a premise. That's what they want. Who's the one put the money up for it? For n- niggas with attitudes. Who put that up? See, I'll use the word, but my words would never be to, to promote. It is to condemn. So I'm going to let you know that word we're talking about, see? So what I'm saying is they are using our youth who are seeking fame, fortune, or whatever you have that they need to feel that they're getting out of where they are. But they are using them to funnel their their negative ideas and all the vernaculars and the negative vernaculars and, and, and things that goes on in those communities back into the neighborhood, back to the youth again. Almost so we're going to have another generation of kids calling each other niggas. You know, almost almost like a sleeper agent. So you're talking about sort of a sleeper agent situation, really? Yeah, they, it's yeah. psychological warfare. Mm-hmm. That's always been. That's nothing new. They've been doing it for years. So I just, just turned Jason onto a show called Out of the Shadows and also uh, Beyond Gangster Blackface, where this guy named Leonard Honored, a friend of mine of my son's, introduced me to him through the through the uh, uh, through the YouTube thing. It was a friend of his, and he says, "Well, you talking about the same things Honor's talking about? Very similar." And I watched it and he broke down how many times it said, how many times we threaten each other, how many times we threaten our women. And he broke it down in numbers and then he broke it down in albums. Then he broke it down how many times we listen to it, our children listen to it and how, how this, there's no way it's not gonna affect you. It's impossible not to. Yeah. It's not, it's gonna affect you. And the ones, now remember now, during that time, most of the people who put the money up were white people. So they mm-hmm. knew exactly what the content was. You see? Yeah, you referring to uh, N.W.A., uh, how yes. they got started and yes. their albums and stuff. Yeah. Yes. You think yeah. it paid for it? <laughs> they, the person that put it up knew exactly what the content is. Of course, they're not going to let you put something out without them not listening to it. Mm-hmm. Even though the majority of music is bought by white people, uh, hip-hop music is by us because of this, this amount of people they have, the sound, the sound. But it doesn't affect them because it's not related to them. Mm-hmm. 
So when you understand this, if you're thinking like they're thinking, wait a minute, we could put this out and kill two birds with one stone. Hmm. We can make money off of them and at the same time keep their minds in a state of mental paralysis. Hmm. Keep them thinking that their women are bitches and hoes. Thinking and thinking every brother's a threat to them. You see? Yeah. And that's that's what you have. Most of the songs, the rap songs out there, they are anger songs. Everybody's angry. But who are you angry at? Yourself? <laughs> you're always threatening your, your own brother. You know, if he comes step to me, he's going to... And this is... This, who you, the person behind this realized this is a tool. We can use this. Matter of fact, there was a video where a, one of the white a white racists said, well, look, we can't say that word like we used to anymore, you know, because of the problem it caused. But we'll find another way to get that message across. And how you do it? Through the music. Mm-hmm. We went from, hey, I'm black and I'm proud to niggas, you know, I'm, ne- I'm a nigga and proud. We went from <laughs> brothers going to work it out to niggas going to shoot it out. Yeah. So all the positive yeah. songs at one time were on there were uplifting. It was causing they they see that as a threat, riots and everything else. So we'll, or the very or, or the, I was going to say at the very least that's not the focus. That's not the focus of the thing. It may well be in there or once upon a time, but it wasn't the focus of the thing. Now it seems that that is the focus of the thing. And if it was being used um, in music way back when, it was used uh, for a specific purpose. To illustrate how you know what I'm saying, insidious it is, and how we ought not to use it, what it means, the definitions, all of those things. So I definitely understand where you're coming from with that, Mark. I'm interested to know how you feel about this. I'm I'm kind of on the same page, even though I I use I use the word from time to time. Mm. You know, I I use it sometimes when I'm here alone, and mm. you know something excites me or or something pisses me off. I use it um, sometimes. Uh, when I'm talking with, with uh, Jason and, and Wayne sometimes and, and other friends, mm-hmm. but I use it less and less often, um, you know, every year. Like mm-hmm. I don't use it as much as I used to because mm-hmm. it just doesn't feel right. There now, you go. Yeah, there it, you it, go. Yeah, it don't feel right, man. This is what another brother said when he came in here. He said, that, he said to me, he said, man, there's something wrong. Why, why are we saying this so much in these songs? Mm-hmm. I never heard this so much, the word be repeated over and over and over and over. I counted 31 songs. I counted 40 another song. And even when a brother was trying to say something positive towards him, he's still throwing that word in there. So mm-hmm. you just negated the positiveness of it. Absolutely. And also, also, I'll say that now we're at the point where uh, white people, Asian people, um, Latino people uh, feel absolutely, they feel 100% comfortable using that word. Because oh, yeah, we gave our, Yeah, they see our comfort level with it, and that's not a good thing, man. No. It's just not a good thing, yeah. No, matter of fact, all that's in my on my articles. Jason, when you read it, you're going to read all that. <laughs> Everything he just said, I already wrote this out. Because we're giving people license, but then we make up rules. We make mm-hmm. up rules as who can and who can't say. This is the this is why I'm saying it shouldn't be said at all. Because yeah. we sometimes okay, he can say, but he can't. You uh, don't give the license to then make up the rules. That's 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 backwards. That's the that's mm-hmm. the hypocrisy of it. Mm-hmm. See, the hypocrisy is here's a word that we have all committed or all agreed on. It's the worst evil word you could possibly say. There's no getting around it. Mm-hmm. But yet at the same time. We're still saying it. You don't hear no Jews calling each other no kites. You, you sure nah. don't. You ain't going to hear. 
You see, they're not going to allow it. Mm-hmm. The first rap, my friend Jose, he's a, a, a bass player of mine from New York, called me and said, yo, man, Brian, the Stewart guy got on, he tried to put out a song calling each other kites and all stuff. His career was over like that. They mm-hmm. shut that shit Done. down. They shut it down. Mm-hmm. They shut him down because yeah. they're not going to allow a derogatory term used against them mm-hmm. on themselves. You see, it's just like uh, uh, like what I was saying in, in reference to it may be a, you when you if you get if you're smart enough to turn it into a fad to make money of you're a genius. And that's what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Now, the brother's like, I can't make. I can't even do a song unless I put that in there. There was one brother said he was told if he can't write all the negative stuff, he can't make it in the business. Mm, wow. So what does that I'm tell a... you? That's what yeah. they tell you. They're dictating. And what happens, you have the blind following the blind. So mm. he thinks what he's doing is okay because these guys are doing it. Mm. They're not understanding the history behind that word. And what that word was used to do, it was to demolish our, our esteem. It was used to bring us down as men. The you blind see? following the blind, or blind. in the more insidious cases, the blind following the app, the sighted, the, those who have 2020 fucking vision. Yeah. It's now you got, some that, you got some that know exactly what they're doing. Yeah, Just yeah, like definitely. a drug dealer. He knows when he sells those drugs, it's going to destroy families. Mm-hmm. He knows it's going to cause people to die. He knows he's going to mess up the community. He's smart enough to know that, but that doesn't matter. I'm making this cash. It benefits Mm -hmm. him in the long Mm -hmm. term. Yeah, Yeah, it's going to benefit him in the long term. So that's and so it's like when I hear brothers say that, I I question them. Oh, Jason knows I'm like that. Son knows that. Oh, he go. Here go with my father. And I asked these five. I was playing ball. These young kids between the age of ten and thirteen, we're all calling each other. It sounds ridiculous. Imagine going to a schoolyard of of young black girls and young black boys, it's like say 40 or 50 in the yard, all calling each other niggas. Hmm. That don't sound right, does it? Does that sound nah. right? You good nah. with that? Nah. Okay, there you go. That's the case closed. So what makes it right for our young kids to constantly hear people, they idolize, they ain't idolizing you or mm-hmm. me or doctors or lawyers, they're idolizing guys who, they, their whole lives is from the streets. Mm-hmm. They're idolizing this warped ideology. Jay Groove. Mm-hmm. Yo, what here you, you go. Think? My... <laughs> You know, um, geez, I, when, I, when I met Beham, you know, we was playing ball. And uh, when he, when I say he takes every opportunity to try to educate black men, I mean, after a game, you know, we just got done, you know, just going at it on the court. And he'll make a point after the game. And he was just like the older guy, the OG, you know, he get everybody around and just be like, hey, look, 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 young fella, you know, why you, why you saying that word? You know, like, where'd you learn that word from? Why y'all calling each other that? You know, exactly. So he, he was always an individual that whenever I came around him, he would always find a way to, you know, to educate and, and to bring knowledge and, and to be about, you know, uplifting one another. Mm-hmm. Um, now, in your household, in terms of how you were raised and your perspective of it, how how did that work for you? And how does it work for you now? I, I never said it at home. It wasn't thrown around in my house. Mm-hmm. Um it was just a word we we didn't use at home, but I'm guilty of it. I mean, I mm-hmm. definitely, you know, the music I listened to, um, you know, talking to my friends, you know, I would use the word, but it's it's been a word that I've always felt uncomfortable about, you know, a white man or anybody else saying to me. I mean, I've been hey. ready to fight. 
you know, you call me that word, mm-hmm. we don't, we don't, you know, we, we getting down, you know, mm-hmm. so I knew what type of power the word brought. I, I knew what the word meant. I know what it represents. Um, so when I, when I hear about, you know, what the word, how we're trying to take it back and it was almost like an empowerment movement behind the mm-hmm. word when we say it to one another. So mm-hmm. I was guilty of it. You know, I would say it. Yeah, but, but that's but the thought of, but the thought of seeing a younger person now that I'm older. You know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm forty now. I'm forty now. You know, I've 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 made a lot of mistakes, um, and now I'm, I'm I try to pick my words um, a lot better. You know, I, mm-hmm. I try to be aware of, you know, how I use my words, how I express myself. I, I try to be aware of those things. You know, I, I really try to put thought into what I say before I get, you know, too emotional and, mm-hmm. you know, and just jump off the handle at times. So I definitely I'm definitely aware of the word and it's definitely a word that, you know, it's I, I feel uncomfortable hearing it, you know, mm-hmm. in, in certain circles. But, you know, I definitely agree um, with how the word's being used, how it's being um, used as a, as a means in the music. It's 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 and it, it's it's connected to a lot of other things. It isn't just the word. I mean, I can see how there's an agenda. It seems like there's there an agenda. you go. That's you the know, word. We, we talked about, um, you know, a couple of weeks ago, we were talking about the rappers and, and, and the hip hop artists that were KRS ones. and You know, those individuals that would get on the mic and, you know, they were MCs. They were, you know, they would. But, you know, when they get on the microphone, you know, they're kicking knowledge. They were spitting some facts. They were all about you know, you know, the medallions and the chains and, you know, taking it back to the roots and, uh, you know, trying to connect, you know, black men and women to the motherland, you know, Africa, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. kings, you know, calling one another kings and queens, you know, we royalty and trying to uplift one another. So I definitely feel what um, B-Ham's saying. I felt like he'd be a perfect individual to come on and just kind of just, uh, you know, share his perspective on it. Cause you know, everything that he's saying, I mean, it definitely resonated with me. It wasn't anything that he was saying that I didn't agree with. I mean, even though I know I use the word and I, and, and I've said it, I've always knew in the back of my mind that it's, it's a word that I, I wish, you know, it, we would never use, but unfortunately it's here. And yeah. Uh, but I, my, my thing is I'm trying to, I'm trying to reverse it because, you know, uh, just like we had reversed a lot of other things. You can get in bad habits. I, I used that way when I was with my friends at one point. I knew if I sit around my house, I might not have a, a head to put a hat on anymore. Uh, but but as I started going to some of those bodegas, they used to have bodegas in there where they would sit down and you would get knowledge from these African Mabada type guys. And they would tell you all these stories and, and history like right away. And then the information I got from my mother, I didn't use that word anymore. I remember my grandmother telling me how that word was used against them when she was younger, going into the white areas to buy stuff, and you had to hold your head down, and and you couldn't look them in, look them in the face. You had to walk across the street, and they can call you that all day long, and you better not even blink to respond. You said yes or yes, I'm right, and it, but people understand that that word that way was encouraged by the slave masters and the and the, and and the overseers. And the, the 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 black people, the, the black slaves that were put in charge of their group to 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 produce cotton. That word was produced. That word was encouraged to be called. It was like, what are you? That's right. Know your place. See, that's a place. When I hear this thing, well, we we took the power because you didn't take no power out of nothing. Yeah. You've been had. You've been took. You didn't take no power of it because if you did, anybody could come up to you and say, "What's up, my nigga." And you wouldn't even flinch. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah. Definitely. You see, you wouldn't even flinch. 
There's brothers right now, like I was talking about that, we was talking about that license, that so-called license. Okay, mm -hmm. a white guy get around, I put this in my article, okay? If you a white guy and you got some brothers that let you say that, fine, but that license only stayed with them. You go somewhere else, think, think you're gonna use that license, you got a problem, which tells you it's so confusing and chaotic, but who deals with chaotic and chaos? The same people that put us in the predicament we're in now. They're yeah. behind it. They control the media. They're the ones that say, okay, there's too much positive music on here. We got to change this. Let's get the negative stuff on it. How do you think that happened? By accident? You think we volunteered to say, <laughs> let's put negative stuff on the radio? Nah. Do we control what, what we put on there? No. They that was this huh? It was definitely by, it was by design. It was definitely by, by design. design. And That's we why need they to be took the instruments out of our hands. How I many the, the amount of brothers playing instruments now is at an all-time low? Because mm -hmm. when they had all the budget cuts, cuts in all the urban areas, they took the instruments out of hand saying that we it was to save money. No, it's because brothers was dominating in the music world. And when you get into music, you started getting other things. You start learning other things and other things. You mm -hmm. see? They took that out. Brothers don't have no clue about no instruments today. Nah. When you don't. talk when you talk about as a whole. Man, I remember there was a band on every five blocks. There was a band. There was brothers in there were so good with their music, it made me want to quit. <laughs> you see, but now you don't have that. You got guys pressing buttons and 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 and, and to fill the void, we call our women hoes and bitches and and I mean some of the stuff we, I hear on the radio. That's not us. You know, yeah. a guy was driving around his car and window blasting. I like when the women suck my dick. I like when the women suck my dick. He's there good. What? 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 <laughs> How did we get into this? Yeah. How did we get to this? You see? And then the thing about it, now that's now with the internet, the world is looking at us like these are a bunch of idiots here. These are <laughs> hypocrites. And one hand you saying it's the worst word in the world, but yet you're gonna call your brother that. Oh, I meant it as endearment. Oh, you do? Well, you just found out he was messing with your girl and he slapped your mother. What do it mean now? <laughs> look look i got i got two i got two things um i want to bring up um how i became aware of the word is at my grandparents house my 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 father's parents they would um throw that word around it was never thrown around in, in my household um but my grandparents and my aunts and my uncles you know everybody used to go over there and play cards gamble and stuff and people would you know just throw that word around um i've heard my grandparents use it um pretty often um but then when i started i, I never heard it when, whenever i was like listening to to hip-hop i didn't hear it that much until what you said like nwa came out and then other artists started using it i don't know if they were the first ones to use it but those are the that's the rap group I'm aware of that first started using nigga all the time. But the second point I wanted to, to, to bring up was, or the question, you, you touched on it just a minute ago. A lot of people try to put a twist on it and say, we're, we're taking it back and we're using it as, <laughs> as something positive now. Like a lot of people point at Tupac and his acronym of the word nigga, N-I-G-G-A, never ignorant, getting goals accomplished. What, what what do you think about that? Because I have I have a, a theory on on that that I think I told Brody about. But what what do you mm -hmm. think about that? Our brother Tupac coming up with an acronym for the word. So let's understand Tupac. Tupac was a two faces. He was two faces. One he was a <laughs> he was an active he was an active person for black people, and then he also wanted to be a gangster. 
Mm-hmm. So when you put them together, you're gonna have a problem right there. See? Mm-hmm. It was two people. He was mm-hmm. a guy. He was a, a walking Malcolm X, and next thing you know, he's he's the guy in Harlem trying to, to kill all the brothers, trying to steal his steal his drugs. You see, mm-hmm. uh, he was a genius, but he didn't. He he just I don't know how to explain him as, as far as as far as that's concerned. I know where he was coming from, but I also see he also wanted to be on the other side. You see mm-hmm. now. As far as people inventing ways to make that word relevant, it's just a bunch of BS. Mm-hmm. I mean, let's consider it. You have to go by the history behind something. That's what you go by, not by what we start to cre- create uh, some new new vernacular for it. Oh, we're going to change the alphabet of it. We're going to change it from nigger to nigga. So <laughs> I'm going to ask everyone that's on this phone right now, when did you get a pamphlet or a letter saying that was supposed to happen? In your lifetime, did you ever hear anyone on TV say or any form or anything you heard, we're changing it from nigger to nigger. We're going to spell it different. And how did that spelling make that so- make the word different? In the reality, the word nigger came from poor diction. Even white folks who had bad English, who spoke uh, broken English or bad English, would say nigger. <laughs> Just like we say trigger, we don't say trigger. What do we say? <laughs> trigger. 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 We don't say we don't say uh it's their house. We say it's their house. Yo, it's they ball. That's mm-hmm. called bad diction. And now we're gonna try to say, well, that's why we word you can't change, you can't change the history behind it. A basketball can be spelled B-A-Triple-L. It's still a basketball. Mark, the what is history your behind the that? basketball is still the same. You didn't change anything. It's like the emperor's new clothes. Anybody know that story? Yeah. yeah. That's exactly what we're doing right now. Yeah. It's the emperor's new clothes. Yeah, look. We, we, no, you're still, a, they're looking it's, at you at the same way. You butterball ass <laughs> naked, however you wanna, want other people to view you. You gotta understand, people have uh, their own agendas. They have uh, alternative motives. Like, you know, hey man, I can't stop saying that. Uh, you know, this is, I'm making money off of this. You know, what, what happens if I say that? I'm, Richard Price said he ain't never say it again. I never say that word again. Mm. You know, once he realized, he understood. No, this this is this is not. We're not. If you're not a, a crackhead, why would you go around saying you're a crackhead? If you're not a thief, <laughs> why would you go around saying you're a thief? I'm trying to understand this logic by some of these brothers with their answers when I talk to them in the street. You know. I talk to them all the time. Jason, no, I'll stop. I, man, I get in a conversation with a group of dudes. I take them all on. When I finish with them, only the, the ignorant is going to walk around still thinking that the sky is going to turn to gold. You see? You can't, you, you can't, you got to understand when, when you're taking a word, you have to understand the history behind it. Some and say, also, well, it came from Africa. It's an African word. I heard all these different stories. It's an African word. It means great, this, but it's pronounced different. I said, well, then pronounce it the way he's pronouncing it in Africa then. Mm-hmm. You see? So yeah. just, that's another one to come up with. You know, you got, you have some, some people, I, matter of fact, I was saying when I was playing ball was these young kids between eight and 13, and they all calling each other this word. And I said, so I asked them, you know, excuse me, why, why do you call yourself that? One guy says, well, everybody else calls each other, calls all the black people. One brother, one, one young kid goes, because that's what we is. We niggas. Mm, mm, mm. What's that, if that don't scare you, 
if that don't frighten you, and now it's being, uh, it's being given the okay by the rappers. Yeah. You see, that's saying, yeah, that's what you are. Mm-hmm. You are a nigga, and that's mm-hmm. what you're gonna be. That's what you're always gonna be. See, that's what happens if we don't stop the proliferation of it. We lost I- our respect by yeah. allowing this to be acceptable. But who you think's behind it? Who controls the media? And that's, also, that's the, part people, that's the part we're not catching on. Like that guy from the, the my, my friend's brother said, something's wrong with this. Also, said, mm-hmm. I think also, that's a great point. Also, I think that, so speaking about Tupac, uh, Mark, your perception of him, and I know how you feel about his music and his genius. Uh, can I call you Ham? Yeah. Okay, Ham. Ham, Ham, Ham. <laughs> Your perception of it makes sense to me as well. Uh, and we also have to consider that people don't know better until they know better. So if That's you're 13, right. like you were speaking about the um, the young kids earlier, uh, the kids you were informing and teaching and giving, gifting your wisdom to, 13 years old or 25 years old or 35 or 45 years old, the excuse is there so long as an individual or community does not know better. But when they're being informed mm-hmm. of what better means, what it is, and it's, it's consistent, this information and this gifting of wisdom, the excuse or the excuse says in the plural, they disappear. So for instance, we all have used that word here. Yeah, you, you, you said you used it. Ham, you said you used it. I have used it. Mark has used it. But here's the thing. The older we've gotten, and the more informed we have been, whether that's by way of elders, siblings, uh, uh, individuals who are uh, teachers, and you know maybe actual teachers, or maybe you know street corner teachers or whatever, or personal when you, research. When you, exactly. When you become, when you grow older, it's a combination of aging, experience, and the wisdom that has been imparted by individuals who knew better. It begins to sound more foolish. It begins to be inexcusable <laughs> and downright right. disgusting and grotesque. That's right. There you so, go. So, yes, the excuse was there. The excuse of youth and of ignorance and of, you know, just not knowing any fucking better. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Early on in life. Yeah. But as time goes on, a combination of wisdom that's been imparted by elders or by individuals who knew better earlier on, and your own personal experiences and how you view yourself and your people, eventually that should fade away and fade out. We were talking about though, like it has with all of us. But the problem with that is there are, for instance, and it's not just rap artists or RB artists or indeed people who are black, who are black using it, but it is more prominent now than what it's ever been. And that's saying something. That's saying a whole goddamn lot. Yeah, so, what- and it's, and it's not just with younger artists and, you know, rappers, singers, R&B, whatever. Uh, and even some rock, people who are involved in rock who aren't all white and who aren't all black or Latino or whatever. The problem with that is now you have people who are 50 and 60 who've been in the game, as they say, for a very long time. And they have somehow not learned better because as you were speaking of earlier, him, they know what side their bread is buttered on. So they, mm-hmm. they know the individual's that they're going to draw in, they're going to bring on home. Exactly. Through the usage of this word. So they're going to continue to use it. Now, as to whether that means that they don't know any better or not, I'm sure I don't know. I'm quite positive, at least, that some of them, quite a lot of them know better. But it is a way for them to continue to be relevant. 
They they exactly. seek relevancy, you know. And uh, and if we're not taking our lead, and we've spoken about this before on the main satellite, and personally, it is not for the youth to take cues in the positive from their peers. It is for the youth to take cues in the positive from their elders, from people who know better more often than not. But if the elders are still wound up in this bullshit, mm -hmm. then what is the youth supposed to know? So it's, as you were saying earlier, Ham, it's perpetuated. And it's perpetuated. It's a, it's and it's a perpetuated. vicious cycle. It's a cycle. And it's ad infinitum. Even now, if you're a rap artist, dude, I was reading an article the other day. If you're a, a rap artist, for instance, who doesn't use that word, you're considered soft. You're not real. Yeah, exactly. You're not real. And if you mm -hmm. mention something, if you... If you say something to the contrary about the usage, you are then deemed a hater, which is a word I fucking loathe. I hate that yeah. fucking word. So it is up to... Oh, you know, you, what you're saying when you say hater, it's like a black person learning how to speak proper English. Oh, you trying to sound white. Yeah. Oh, you know, so, so if I speak Spanish, proper Spanish, what am I trying to be? If mm. I try to speak proper French, then what am I trying to be? You know, because my niece speaks like proper proper English and she always got ridiculed. You try to sound white. <laughs> so, <laughs> I mean, you, I, this is not about hating. It's just that you understand why they are the way they are. We were, right. put in, we were put in a system to fail. They know that out of, if you threw a million coins in the air, you know some of them are going to stand on the side. Mm. But that's called collateral damage. They don't mind a few coming out of those urban areas being successful. That's mm. collateral damage. We know something. We just don't want to lie. And one way to, to ensure that is make sure we keep their information from themselves, which they yeah. did back in the days where literacy would get you killed. Yeah. They've been practicing this from that day to this day. They've never taught true American history, which is really black history, because they're aboriginals. We were the first ones here. They never taught this stuff. They told they meant not only to us lying, they lying it to their own people. You know? I don't know if you ever saw the Planet of the Apes when the guy says, everything you told us was a lie. <laughs> you yeah, know? yeah, yeah. It's the same thing. These yeah. white people have been lied to just like they lying to us about and all not, these And not only, um, that's another great point. Not only are there individuals who are white in the positions of authority and power and influence, not only are there are there those of that group that who don't want us to rise above our station? But some of us have taken cues from them. So we are also saying you, as a black person in America, are not allowed to rise above your station. Of course. Yes, it is okay every now and again, but we can't have too many of those goddamn coins yeah. landing on their sides now. Now there, there can be some rare exceptions, but it can't be every coin landing on its side. Exactly. And so we have we have internalized a lot of the horse shit mm -hmm. that has been gifted to us, you know, by overseers, owners, and the system of uh, it's just the systemic racism in this country down well, hundreds of years. So we have to be aware of what that means what we are, what what the point is in engaging in this sort of behavior and usage of these terms. And we also have to be aware of what that means 200 years from now, because- Well, that's yeah. the point I'm making. At the rate we're going, 200 years from now, our black children are still gonna be calling themselves and thinking themselves as niggas. A couple of days ago, uh, 
my brother Mark sent me a video, and I'm interested to know how everyone on the panel, uh, tonight's panel of the main satellite, views this. So I'm sure we've all seen the video of this burly, uh, gross, uh, disgusting, racist white man. We've seen it all who walked up to the people's place. And I don't know if there was some sort of dispute that was going on before, but he was calling them all kinds of monkeys and he was using the N word and he was threatening and making up these cockamamie fucking uh, rules and laws. Speaking of him anyway. And uh, he was, full, he was very threatening. And this white man uh, speaking down to this black man and his family, every word and the dictionary that was meant to be derogatory. So he made the mistake of giving his actual address out on this uh, during this recorded you know, video. Mm. Well, mm. today, um, I, and I know we've all seen it. Hello, Wayne, brother. Hello, uh, uh, Big Dove. Welcome. Hey, what's going on? Sorry. Sorry yeah. for interrupting. I had to jump in here. I had to take care of some things, but. Yeah, you're fine. You know. But we saw the welcome, brother. We saw uh, the video, and I think if, 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 if not all of us have seen what the result of that was today, uh, uh, we have heard about it in some way, shape, form, or fashion. So I'm interested to know how everybody feels about the individuals, the protesters, or the people who were there to, okay, well, you gave your address, so now we're going to come to call. We're, come to, we're going to come to visit. It makes me wonder, in the context of what we're speaking of now, the individuals who are okay with using that word. These are words that he used. This is a this word in particular, this man used over and over again. So it, it makes, makes it, it, the, the opinion, I'm sorry, Ham, I just want to ask, the question I have is, how does everyone feel about the number of individuals who look like us, who are out in that crowd, who they themselves are okay with using that word amongst their friends, uh, as applied to their enemies, complete strangers, how does everyone feel about that, about what that, what that conflict of, of interests or personal perception is? Well, well, that conflict you mentioned is within themselves. They are conflict, you see. They don't have a full grasp or understanding of that word. They're VIPs, very important people that we exclusively can use that word. When I asked him, when I asked him, what, what is the what is the word? Why why do you say that word? Most of them do not have a real answer. Ask mm -hmm. them. They'll say something bizarre, something that's off the wall. I'm saying, if you're willing to go to jail by a person of another race calling you that, willing to go to jail, ruin your life over that, because mm -hmm. it's so egregious, so evil, so hostile. Mm -hmm. The brother calls you that, the same word, and then all of a sudden it means nothing. Then my question is, why are you saying it in the first place? That's the mm -hmm. thing that killed me. Mm -hmm. Why? Because you've been indoctrinated to say it. You're mm -hmm. not saying it because you want to say it. It's either from peer pressure, fad chasing, all the years and years of your own environment saying that word with no reason for it. If you look deep in your heart, that word is a word of horrific, horrors and history yeah that's why i use the word rape rape is one sub word of that word you see and, it, and, it, and that's one. also that's also something else too too man um you were speaking about that earlier uh so i would i don't hear so much in music now and, and rap now right but there was a time when you had a lot of artists who would say things like yeah i'll fucking rape you i'll rape you i'll fucking do this i'll do that and they might say it to their friends, they might say it to their enemies, but it was interchangeable, rather like the word we're talking about now. 
Wayne, how do you feel about how that started and how things are progressing now in terms of that disgusting monster who uh, harassed these people, this, this white guy? Are you talking my reference to that video? A reference to the video and how many of us might well have been in, in, in evidence at that time? How many of us were out there who were okay with using that word yeah. in those terms? Yeah, how do you feel about that? Um, I mean, I, I I think the 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 word coming from the mouth of a place of, of hatred is what has the most factor for me. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm not gonna say I don't say it. I do say it. Um, but I say I got a question for you, brother. Why you say it? Why do you say? It? What is your reason? Well, it's not a particular reason. I mean, oh, it's no, just no, a part of got, it's a look. part of my vocabulary. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's just one of the words I use. Yeah, I'm just saying, like if I call, I might call my my homeboy a dog, but if you think about it, is is that really a good term of endearment? But I may still say, "What's up, dog?" You know, I may yeah. be like, hey, "What's going on, baby boy? Mm -hmm. What's going on, boy?" I mean, I'm not necessarily like a like a in days of segregation or slavery calling him a boy. Like, hey, boy, what you doing over here, boy? But mm -hmm. I might be like, "Yo, what's going on, boy?" So it's it's not like I, I don't categorize them. I, in my mind, I don't have words that I are 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 no like no no words like for the simple fact of is I have a list of how to say it and where to say it and and what reference to say it. Mm -hmm. Well, and this we was talking about earlier about before you came in all these rules and these rules are created to customize people's reason for their treason every season and it ain't pleasing because what we're doing is okay uh i could say it now but say how about i say it at all once you understand the history behind that word that's why i use the word rape if you saw your mother and sister rape for like two ten five six years you ain't trying to hear that word no more not even friendly not even if your friend said yo man i went to your brother and i raped him for them that money playing cards you ain't gonna like to hear that word there's no way you're gonna tell me that's acceptable. Yeah, well, but I, in that you know in that history. way, the the huh? word rape, like no matter what, you it still has like a a, a, a undesired meaning to it. Like you're talking about, I raped them over the coals, or I raped them in cars. Mm -hmm. Either way, you did something that was not desirable to whoever you did it to. But me saying, me right. saying, yo, what's up, boy? It, there's no confusion in what my connotation is behind that. There's yeah, like no negative mm -hmm. for me. Well, you know, some people start out like that, but before you came, we was talking about, about how that word is customized. Me and my boy's tight. Yo, what's up, my nigga? Yo, what's up, my nigga? Then that means friendship. But now you just found out he slept with your girlfriend and he robbed your mother. <laughs> now what does what does the word mean now? <laughs> now he's using the word in reference that you are the lowest thing on this earth. You are an animal. You are spiritualists. All these are the same uh, definitions, sub-definition of that word nigga, including rape. And this is what we're not grasping. It's not so much it's so easy as anybody can say the word. Just like these songs, they curse. Anybody can curse. It's so easy to do it. But how creative are you to write a song without cursing? You see? You can fill in all the cracks by cursing. You can you can make your all your lyrics shorter by using the word N-word 40 times in there. I counted 
40 times in one song. Over and over, nigga, my nigga, my nigga, my nigga. I mean, so what are you trying to express about my nigga that you said so many times? And then the next song, as soon as he finished, next one coming. Yo, I told my nigga, I'll be, and then, then, then the next song, over and over. So all we're doing is reinforcing the white supremacist ideology and his iconic word. That's his word. That yeah, but that's, it, isn't, isn't that empowering? Years. Isn't that empowering him? If his if if only his words can control my emotions, my actions so much that I refuse to let it come out my mouth, isn't that giving him more additional power of inferiority? No, like isn't no. that making him feel like I created a word no. that you and, that, and keep, that only I can use? You can't use it no, because no, if you do use true. it, no, you are prepared. No, 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 that's what I'm saying though. Like if I in that aspect. You're you're making the word so powerful. Like, let's say all black people decided no no more using that word. Anybody who use that word is only for a negative reason. In that aspect, for me, you made that word so powerful that the creator of that word, you kind of validated some of his superiority by saying there's a word that he created that won't even come off my tongue. No, no. That's how I look at it. That's just like saying stupid. I'm not gonna call myself stupid. <laughs> and stupid is a subword of that word. I'm not gonna call myself ignorant. That's another subword of that word. So I'm not gonna say all these negative uh, uh, connotations because that's mm -hmm. what he wanted to do. He did this back then. In slavery days, he encouraged it. The slave owners and the, and, and the overseers encouraged us to call each other niggas. So you are following their program. And it's been working. Because as long as your mind thought is that we is niggas, as some brothers say, because that's what we is. And it ain't so much the word, it's the fact that they believe it, which happens with the same with the music. A lot of these brothers think this is our lifestyle when they hear these rappers. Like the guy said in jail, was it, they said, you are sending them suckers, you're sending your, our people right to us with the stuff you're writing. That's what was right what they want. They control the media. They're the ones allowing us to call each other niggas. Believe me, you don't want to believe it. Yeah, but you ain't going to call no Jews. Jews ain't going to be calling. You're not going to call no Jews, no kites. You're not going to call no Asian chinks. You're not doing none of that because they're not focused yeah. on them. I mean, you would you would out of hate. You would out of hate. hate. Out of hate, right. also out of ignorance. Ignorance, when you're ignorant, you're bound to say or do anything. But the what I'm saying is, is you, you, would, you would call other racial demographics derogatory words out of hate because you're not a part of that demographic yeah, i've seen do. i've seen hispanic people call each other hispanic names that i don't feel comfortable calling them i've well, seen I, I, you I, know I'm around them a lot i have a matter of fact my family's part hispanic for my son mm -hmm. so and my i mean that's kind of that's kind of like that's kind of like the word bitch you know a man calling a bitch is is, oh, is yeah. probably the most unacceptable thing for a woman. But women call each other bitches all the time. That don't mean we take all we cancel the word bitch. You just got to know how to use what you use. It's all about you as a person. That's all it's about. I you agree. know, gangsters act like gangsters because that's their environment. I heard a gangster on a drug thing saying, this is me. It's not everybody else. This is what I want to do. This is what I want to be about. I'm a gangster. See? That word, that word is, like I said, is synonymous and connected to kidnapping, bondage, pedophile, murder, rape, 
and every other horror you can think of from the Black Codes to Jim Crow all the way up to the day. There's no way that is acceptable that all the sacrifices made by all our forefathers who made real sacrifices have to be, have to, have to, un, have to, their sacrifice being to me, uh, uh, slapped, kind of slapped in the face that we use in this word. The word that they wanted eradicated from America's hearts and minds. And what do we do? The, the man that controls the media says, take, let's get rid of all the positive songs on and let's get the negative stuff on it. Mm -hmm. Mark, control I, I would like to hear, I'm sorry, Ham. I would like to hear what your perspective is of uh, the videos, those two videos that we saw. God, I was just, I was pleased to see people show up at his front door and you know, I don't really have much else beyond that. I was upset looking at him uh, berate that, that family, the black family. And I was pleased to see that we showed up and drove to um, his doorstep. I wish somebody would have got their hands on him. <laughs> but, so, but that's my perception on it. That's, that's how I feel about it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I, I'm actually, I'm um, completely ignorant about this whole thing. I'll check it out now that you brought it up. I don't know anything about this. My son probably knows about it. He'll hit me to it. But not even being there. Can you imagine going to this place with your brothers protesting, going, ain't this niggas, you know, hey, yo, man, yo, my nigga, what do you think about him calling us niggas? Think about that. I want you want, try to visualize this conversation. Man, you know, we niggas shouldn't be taking that, him calling us niggas. Think about what I just said. Just let it roll around in your mouth a little bit. You out there saying, I mean, like I said, right for, for me, it's the con it's the contents of what you use it though. Like even if it wasn't that situation, you wouldn't walk up to the pastor and be like, "That was a good sermon, nigga." Mm -hmm. Like it's the contents oh. of what you use it. So I mean, you, I mean, you don't you don't walk around in a in a in a daycare or walk around, you know, in a in a church using certain type of language. You, you understand what you understand as an adult. You should uh, you should you understand as an adult that there are certain things that are permissible in certain settings, like even even like maybe your your own family members. Like you may you're going to use that word perhaps with people that you're more comfortable with, more than likely uh, around the same age. Um, wow, it's it's all it's all in the context. And I, I really think. I really think with that word, we did what we do best, which is take something negative and redesign it. Okay, then how come we still, well, then why are we taking out the Confederate statues then? That word and that statue go hand in hand. One is a word, a symbol. That's what that my, uh, my article called, the end symbol. A symbol could be a statue, a 3D figure, an iPad, an iron on, or it could be a word. That word is synonymous with the Confederacy and all the negativities about it and towards black people. So, right. So, but wouldn't wouldn't those type of actions initiate? Saying, wouldn't those type? If I just walked around and I said anybody who got on anything Confederate, I'm snatching it off, whether it's the shirt off their back, the hat on their head, the decal on their truck, whatever it is. Wouldn't that in, wouldn't that incite the exact type of definition that they view us in anyway? Oh, no, yeah, I agree with you. That's not the point I'm making. The point I'm making is how do you differentiate the word and, and, and the, other, the, the other parts of the, 
they're all they're all together. They're all one family. That word, those statues, that whole confederacy, that whole ideology is all one. So now the same the same way the same way it's known it's known that if that word if the word nigga comes out the wrong lips, there's a chance there's a possibility that there's going to be some confrontation. There's going to be consequences to that. So just that's up. That's up to that individual to feel brave enough to do it in that moment. That's up to them. But at the end of the day, they're not surprised that it happened. They're not surprised. Like, what do you mean you're 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 offended? Or what do you mean your feelings are hurt? Or what do you mean you call the cops? Or what do you mean there's a crowd of people outside of my doorstep now? They know what the word means and they know what's taboo for them to say it. Some of them are just some of them just feel as though either they got the balls to say it in the moment. Or they got some other situation going, whether it's liquid courage or it's just, you know, maybe it's Robert mm-hmm. e. Lee's birthday or something. I don't know what it is, but, <laughs> you know, whatever the situation is, they, they feel as though this is my time to stab the hardest. Because back in slavery time, there wouldn't have been no hesitation to say that word. So I think that's a good thing. Oh, yeah, back, like in segregation, seg- back in segregation, what are you doing in here, nigga? Oh, mm-hmm. I'm sorry. This this is this is whites only. But nowadays they may say it, but they know to watch watch over their shoulder. Well, they know to keep their head on the swivel because yeah. I'm not supposed to say that word. I'm not allowed to say that word without there possibly being some type of consequence to it. Well, and is like there and is there a better is I was gonna say him, is there a better way to keep them uncomfortable with using that expression, using that term? And then us deciding that it's not going to be a thing with us. So if they're uncomfortable enough at the moment, even with a lot of us using that word, uh, how much more uncomfortable would they be if we decided to ban it? It was a blanket ban across as many of us as possible using that word. So they're uncomfortable. uncomfortable. It would be extremely, extraordinarily uncomfortable. uncomfortable. That's what I was talking earlier about. Yes. So there's a way to assure this extreme level of discomfort is us not using it uh, amongst period. ourselves or period. Yeah. Wouldn't that, but wouldn't, I, I can't speak for anybody else. I'm gonna speak mm-hmm. for me. That mm-hmm. would give me some discomfort as well. So why am I uncomfortable? Why am I choosy about, I see a a, 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 a black man, one of my friends, I, ain't, I don't just walk up to random people like, what's up nigga? Like, <laughs> like most of the time, I've See, never had that happen to me. I've never had somebody who I don't know I use that guy, word in a term of endearment. Like, that's him, never happened him. to me. I was mm-hmm. just telling him just before you came, I hit the winning basketball, and the guy said, yo, I didn't know this guy. Yo, that's my nigga. So I've seen it all the time. I hear guys walk in, yo, what's up, nigga? Just like that. Especially when you the were guy playing ball with him? I seen, I seen brother with a confrontation. Well, he just saw you playing ball. No, he don't like each other. Like what you said before, people ain't, ain't gonna be in church, people discretion. Maybe you're discretional, but that most of people living in urban areas, they ain't no discretion. They'll get on the bus, they'll go in the store, they don't care what they say. I'm telling you, mm-hmm. I've been around, I'm almost 70 years old and I've seen it, man, I was in it. I don't know, they don't care. They haven't been taught. Now you may I'm be I'm not saying it don't happen. I said it's never happened to me. Like well, I've never had a stranger use that word to me in a term of endearment and they may be they may use it but they don't mean well by it they may be like hey nigga didn't you see me here you know they because they want me to know 
that they that 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 they are unpleased or something about to go down. Yeah, but like, see, I've never just been I've never been at a gas station and the guy pumping gas next to me it was like, hey, I like your ride, nigga. Like that's never happened to me. Like I can't say it doesn't happen, but it's <laughs> it it's happened. the fact that it's never happened to me would definitely put me in a position of wait a minute, do I know you? Mm-hmm. But see, this is what we were talking about before. Uh, where's where you go? We were talking about these rules. See, the fact that you say, do I know you? Or, you know, oh, okay, you cool with that. This should never be, it should never be in that position where you have to be, have a license that's the who you can say it to and who can't say it to. All we're doing is imitating from the indoctrination of what we've been hearing for 400 years towards each other. And then we customize it as to when who can and who can't say it. And because of that chaotic situation, you don't want to have that in any kind of business or any kind of thing you're trying to do in an organization. So you eliminate it, period. And you're talking about pressure, the pressure's really on them now. Some clones are back there laughing at us, call us hypocrites. And they all they got all due right to call us that. Because if you're going to go out there and protest and get bitten by dogs, knocked down by water hoses, getting shot up, churches bombing, because you feel that word is not indicative of, of you as a person, why the hell would you be saying it then? See, parents, parents are hypocrites. But sometimes being a hypocrite is 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 it has its advantages when you have children. Parents automatically, sometimes being a hypocrite for parents is something they have to do. You don't want your kids to do maybe what you're doing. So you a hypocrite tell them, no, you shouldn't do this, even though you're doing it. But that's something that's going to help them. But if you're going to tell your kid to give them the green light, yo, we niggas, you a nigga. That's okay, nigga. Let me give you a story, true story, working at the welfare office in New York City. There was a young girl about eight, and the boy was about six. And the girl kept calling the boy nigga, 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 nigga. And the parents are sitting there smoking, waiting to turn to get a check or whatever. And then it was okay until that girl called that boy stupid. When she said, are you stupid? The mother grabbed him like, don't you ever call him stupid? Now, here's the ignorant part. The word stupid is a subword of nigga. See, this is what I'm talking about. Most brothers have no understanding of their history. They don't understand all the stuff behind that word, how it developed, what it was used for psychological reasons. And they're using it right now on our kids. Regardless I don't, of how I don't being... think I don't think that's correct, though. I don't think most black people have no idea of the root of that word. I, 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 I don't think I that's a correct. All. If you haven't I, been I, I said that, most. You know? I don't. I don't think. I think. I think there's a. I feel as though, um, a good amount of black people know exactly where that word came from. For the simple oh, fact, yeah, if a basics. white person says it, they get offended. They they know the basics. The basics. Everybody knows the basics. But it's more to it than the basics. What, if I know it's rooted in hate, I don't. I don't really need to know how deep the hate goes. I mean, the basis is fine. Well, that's like that's like if you only, if you say if someone tells me I hate you, I don't need to ask them how much do you hate me, like how passionate are you about I, that. I, if I they say I hate you, that. I'm I'm good with that. That's all I, I need to know. I agree with you there, but that's the point I'm making is when you when you inform people and give them more information, like like Malcolm said, if you don't know about yourself and your history, you're lost, and a lot of our brothers are lost. 
and that's a fact. You can't. There's no arguing back there. And the more, and the fact that the jails and the statistics don't lie. So when you say, I think most of them uh, know what. No, they don't. I talk to them. I, Jason knows. I go. I do this all the time. I did it in New York. I, I talk, talk to brothers and ask right. them questions. What, what I'm, I'm not saying they know the full definition and they know each way it was used throughout history to groom uh, psychological warfare amongst black people. I'm not saying that, but. I'm, what I am saying is that the average black person, if a white adult, let me put that out there. Let mm-hmm. me put that out. A, a reasonable mm-hmm. age. Now, five-year-old, ten-year-old, okay, yeah, we can't. There's things that they may not comprehend anyway. Mm-hmm. But I'm talking about someone who's at least, you know, at a mature level, you know, at least like a, a, a teenager to understand the ways of the world. The oh, average yeah, black person, that. the average... Really- yeah. The average black person knows that that word is rooted in a negative hatred sort of way. Like okay. I said, as far as how deep it goes, they may not know. And the reason I can say that is because the average black person, if a white person calls them, hey, go sit down, nigger. They're going to feel some kind of way, even if they don't do anything about it. The fact that those feelings are sparked, like, are they talking to me? Oh, I know they ain't talking to me. Or I feel embarrassed that they said that out loud, or I feel angry. The re- the fact that those emotions even become spark means that they understand where that word is coming from. Oh yeah, I agree with you because that's been taught to them since they were young. They already know that the the the, the white man and some other people uh, have this this thing with us, and that word goes with it. That's automatic. The point I'm I'm not even talking about what they say to us is how we talk to each other. How one point is endearment, and next thing you know, because the brother was messed with your girlfriend, now it's back to the original meaning. You are lower than me. You are stupid. You are ignorant. That's the point I'm making. You're doing this the customizing thing. The day I'm the day I'm a friendly nigga, tomorrow I'm a hatred nigga. The purpose of that is to cause nothing but conflict and, and division with uh, within us. See? The white man and the black people have this narrative that all black people accept us calling each other niggas. That is not true. But that's the narrative put out there and this is why it, the proliferation is so great now. Because we are taught it's okay. But who's telling us it's okay? Who controls the media? Who says, so, okay, we're going to allow that to be said, but we're not going to let that be said. We're going to allow that to be played many times, but we're not going to let that be many times. And once again, just by the fact of financial interest, you can go to take to the financial end. Who does it benefit financially? A few individual rappers or the big picture? Like the man says, the guy that got the big check, who pays all the checks. And who's the ones involved? The one that gets the big check? The one that controls the media. So, we have to be leaders and tell our kids, we are not niggas. No so form, I- no fashion. Not positive, no negative. We are not niggas. Not on my mother, not my father, not my sister or my brother. We are not niggas. Stop calling each other niggas because you're falling right in the line with what they're doing. Like that guy said in the video, white guy said, we can't say it no more like the brother was just saying. He said, we can't say it no more. Now that caused a little problem. That caused a little irritation. But we can find other ways to get the message across that they're niggas and how they're doing it through us. What they did back in the days of slavery, same thing, got us to get the message across. I mean, you don't, you don't have to be a brain science to figure this out. There's no so way I, you need to say that word 50 times in a song. So I think next song, um, 40 times, next time, 30 times, next song. How many times do you have to say it? That's so, being allowed. 
So my perspective of this is I'll use um, an example. Um, one of my favorite um, stories is uh, Harry Potter, the novels, right? So, and I reread them, all seven novels, at least uh, once a year. And there's a character in the story who um, is the most evil wizard of uh, ever with the, with the last couple of hundred years. Mm -hmm. uh, he chooses to deem himself Lord Voldemort. But the problem with that is, and I'm, I'm going somewhere with this, the problem mm -hmm. with that is um, he has acquired such power and he is so feared that people won't call him what he has deemed himself. They'll call him you-know-who or him or, you know, they will use uh, some other name to refer to him, but they won't call him Voldemort. They won't call him Lord Voldemort. Now, the reason I'm bringing this up is because I can understand it from both perspectives. On the one hand, you have the more powerful and self-assured characters in the story saying things like uh, fear of a name is fear of the thing and that diminishes your agency, your power. And that's understandable. Those who can, uh, uh, who might well be able to combat this, this individual or who aren't fearful of this individual. But then you have other characters in the story who are saying, who say things like, I'm not gonna use the name because either I'm fearful of it or I don't want to give this person, this creature more power over me than what it already has by definition of what it is, who this character is, who this person, who this force, what this force is. So I understand it from both perspectives. I am more of the opinion that I'm not going to use the name, not because I am fearful of it, because I will not allow you to dictate the amount of power it holds over me, or indeed whether it holds any power over me at all. So I understand both perspectives. Uh, uh, I understand what you're saying, Wayne, about fear or revulsion of or in reference to or because of the name uh, is it, it gives this person, this 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 situation, this institution uh, agency in your life. It robs you of your own agency. So I 100 percent understand what it is you're saying, but I also understand what Ham is saying in that and what it is I personally feel I am not going to give you the satisfaction i'm not going to give you that power over me so i'm not going to use a name or a title that you have created to show your superiority um, over others that's just why i stand when it comes to that so that's my my perspective on it i love the potter novels i love the story i think it's fucking really beautiful but that is the easiest way for me to explain it in terms of uh what i've experienced and uh when it comes to fiction and things of that nature. I don't want to use the word because it is not something that I feel compelled to illustrate my awareness of, or maybe not necessarily awareness, definitely I want to be aware of it, but my fear of, you know, I don't want it to have that sort of power um, over me. But I also understand other individuals who are in the opposite direction, who ironically would say, well, that is also a way that uh, it, it has power over me. Me not refusing, me being adamant about using it and diminishing it. You know what I'm saying? And and, and, and taking it down a peg or two or all pegs all together. So that's how I feel about it when it comes to that. I understand your perspective, Mike, and I understand your perspective, Ham. But I personally decide, I've made a decision not to use it because 
I'm not going to allow uh, systemic racism and fuckery going back centuries to dictate how I feel about myself and our people. My well, people. How, how has parents been? Parents teaching their kids to say certain words because it's going to benefit benefit them. And they want to hear those parents, they want to hear their kids say it. Mm-hmm. But then they don't hear them say it. But they want their kids to keep saying it because they they feel I'm in charge of these kids. They need to be saying it. So I don't, I don't, maybe you get understand where I'm coming from. Your parents want you to say certain words, conduct a certain and act act a certain way. I want you to say your parents want you to call each other niggas. Your parents want you to call each other niggas, but then you stop calling them. Parents upset now. Wait a minute. I thought I told you to call each other niggas. And as long as you call each other niggas, I'm fine with that. Because it's a constant reminder of what I've been saying since the day I brought your black ass here. That's what you were niggas then, you're niggas now, and the niggas in the feeble future. And make sure you tell your, your youngsters, your cousin, everyone else, that's what they are. And that's the constant reminder. That's the repetition over and over. So if you haven't seen gangsters in blackface, or how's it go, beyond gangsters in blackface, you'll know where I'm coming from. He needs to watch that. And how many times the word is being said. How many times we threaten ourselves in a song? How many times we we threaten women and degrade our women in these songs? And then it's played over and over and over and over again in our heads. In, in highly influential children who have almost no shot to make it out of the, the urban areas statistically. How's that going to affect? They're going to figure all this out? They got no one guiding them. But they hear these people telling them, your women are bitches. Who's saying it? Black people. Your brothers are threatening do something about it if you get in your face. That's black people saying that. Over and over. You're niggas. Yo, my nigga, you're nigga. If a nigga steps to me, I'm going to take him out. That's black people saying that. To who? Black people. Does it affect the white people who buy those records? No. It doesn't affect them. It I mean, I, I completely agree with that. My, my standpoint is, let's say some miraculous way, all black people in the United States of America band together and we adamantly agree to no longer use the word. That ain't gonna stop them from using it. Stop who? It's still gonna have it's still gonna have the same connotation. It's still gonna have the same power that rolls off their tongue. It's still gonna give the same weight. And even more so, it'll be even more powerful because now a black man, a, a, a white man can use a word that I am not able to use. Well, well I mean, that's just how I look at it. He's not going to say it. He's not. That's what I'm telling you. The, the white people that did, did interviews said, we, we can't say it and we won't say it now. We'll find another way to get that message across. And it's through the music. The well, no, nah, that's bullshit. White people are always going to use that word. Yeah, but they're not. They, you're going to have the individuals who, like you said, come out and do something stupid like this other guy. But but overall, ostentatiously, they're not going to do that. They're not going to just come out and go, oh, yeah, they're not doing that no more. The point I'm making is, you're reinforcing their ideology. So they, they're glad you're doing this. And they're calling you hypocrites because you complain about the word is supposed to be so egregious, but yet you use it on yourself because you're customizing how it means. Point is, why are you saying it in the first place? Where did you get the word in the first place? You got it from them. So why are you saying it? That's like a Jewish people singing Hitler's words. I'm Jewish, I'm going to say the words Hitler said. He called me kite, so I'm going to call my brother's kite because Hitler said it. I'm going to take the power of it. Ain't no Jew would ever call himself do what we're doing. Never gonna do it. You ain't getting up there and rapping talking about my kite, my kite. Man, you, no, they won't stand for it. But we stand for it. Why? Because of the, indoct- the nation of indoctrination. That's why. 
There's no reason why we calling each other that. When we stop doing it, they're going to get pissed. Why ain't it? Man, we had it going for good for a minute. That ensured the next generation going to know that's just what they are. No one's telling them that that's not what they are. That's what they are. So we're going to just keep, let it roll. Let it roll. How many times he said in this song, next, next, next brother, I, next uh, uh, guy, I want to say it 50 times in the song. That's how you sell products. Change that word uh, nigga to Nike. That's how many products you sell. Change that word nigga to Nike. Yo, what's up my Nike? Yo, where them Nikes at? Say how many products you sell. You're going to get other people to follow you and you're going to sell products. I put that in my, in my, in my article. Change that word nigga to Nike. Put it on your shirt. Somebody's going to buy it. That's the point well, I'm that, making. That, that's the power of the black voice. The point, the, see, what I'm saying is when we talk about individuals, I was talking about how people, some people make it out their urban areas unscathed. unscathed. They, just, they, they made it through it. Whatever reason, by their parents, like my, uh, he was saying about either reading, research, whatever. But most of them are not. The only thing they have going for them is what information they get from the people who are giving them bad information. So you, if you, if your whole thing as far as listening to uh, your idols or the guy calling, telling you to call your woman a bitch, what are you going to do? You're going to end up doing what they say, especially if you hear it over and over. If you give a, teach them a thug mentality, they're going to have a thug mentality. Then so, who's allowing this to be on the radio? The same people who used to call us niggas. In front of our faces. Now they do it behind closed doors. My brother sent me a cartoon. He sent me a black and white cartoon about 10 years ago. And it had a, a whole line of Ku Klux Klan. As far as you can see, you couldn't even see no more. It was a long line. And guess where they were? On the unemployment line. Top thing says, we don't need you no more. Black people doing it to themselves. And a brother wrote that article. Because that's what we're doing. They taught us how to degrade ourselves. They taught us how to hate ourselves. I sound like Malcolm now. They taught us how to hate our women. They taught us to keep calling ourselves niggas. I sound like Malcolm, don't I? That's what, and that's exactly what they're doing. They taught us how. And what we're doing? Following it. Going right along with it. Getting in the radio, making sure these brothers understand, like that young kid told me in the park, because that's what we is, niggas. There's no, yeah. there's oh, no. No. I mean, I get I get I totally get what you're saying. I'm not I'm not disagreeing with you. I'm I'm saying. I'm not offended when a black person says it, if I understand the reason and where it's coming from. Now, should I be offended? Maybe. Do I have a right to be offended? Of course. But am I offended? No. And well, that's just. And I respect that because I've met black people, you know what I'm saying? And I've heard, man, don't call me that. There you go. And guess what? They don't get called that. So yeah, it, but, I mean, it's 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 a like I said before, it's 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 the context. Like you know, you understand, like even even other words, like you understand if you walked up to somebody, let's say I walked up to a doctor or something, or 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 a judge or a pastor or just uh, 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 another elderly man or just a man peer and I was like what's up homie and he was like hold on don't don't call me homie mm-hmm. I respect that I wouldn't be like what you mean homie homie ain't a bad word I'm not, I'm not going that route what I'm saying is I don't have a problem if someone calls me that because I don't take offense to it yeah, and the I reason agree. I don't take offense to it 
is because I don't acknowledge, I don't acknowledge the power that it was supposedly given. I don't acknowledge it. I, I see, yeah, I'm still, I'm still I, when it's coming, when it's coming, when it's coming from from black lips, I don't acknowledge. It. I'm like, yeah, okay. I, I don't acknowledge that. Like, I refuse to myself. Now, it, it depends. Now, if it's like a child, like a kid, yeah. I may be like, hey, don't call me that for a simple reason of uh, I'm older than you. Like, first of all, we ain't cool. We're not equals. We're not homies. You're twelve. You're not gonna talk to me like I'm your like your 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 playground partner. But if it's if it's someone that I'm familiar with, and the reason I say familiar with again is because to me, I look at it is if it's an interchangeable word that has a, a different level of 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 familiarity. Like I'm 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 highly familiar with you as a person so much that I I'm I'm gonna use whatever words I choose to use. I mean, there's, I know sometimes I, I may be talking to the, to the fellas on this podcast and I'll be like, yeah, I might call them a fucker. They don't get offended by it. Well, not in the way I use it. I don't be like, you fucker, you dumb motherfucker. Like, I don't say it like that. Mm, but if, if they that. do something crazy, I may I may look at Mark and be like, man, this motherfucker thing, he could be everybody in Xbox. Like, mm. He's not gonna be like, what are you calling me? You calling me a motherfucker? Like he's he's not gonna take it that way. So I yeah. look at my vocabulary for me is interchangeable with what my intent is. Yeah, once again, you're an adult, but we got a lot of our youth who have no control of what they're saying. They'll say it anywhere and to anybody don't even know better and have no one to guide them. And that's what we're supposed to do. But see, when you have the door open for them to go in and out of, it's hard. You become a hypocrite because now you're saying don't say that. Well, you're saying it. And then and, and, and then there's the history behind it. There's a history behind it. A basketball has history behind it. That word has history behind it. And it's horrific, horrible history behind it. It's not something that all of a sudden you switch it off and all of a sudden it means okay. Once you now, if you don't know better, which a lot of them don't know better, which is why I give them a pass because no one's teaching them that literacy was illegal at one time in this country. This country has never told the truth of American, true American history, has never done it. So, most of the time, they was taught lies, not just us, but even white people, they were told lies to. So, they don't know better. They don't know that what that word is connected to. They don't know that word is connected to kidnapping and bondage, pedophile, torture, rape, murder, and all the other horrific fines. So why would you want to call me that even in a joke? It don't make sense. It just don't make sense. But if you're conditioned by your slave masters over a certain 100 years, that's normal. They want to desensitize it. That's the new thing now. Let's desensitize slavery. They already got them to use the word nigger as, norm, as the normal. Desensitize to make it seem like it's no big deal. Of course, it is a big deal when they say it. Or you don't feel that brother should say it. He's mad at you because you, you cheat him out some money. Or that crip goes that. No, now the word is back to its original state. You are underneath me. You are inferior to me. And that's what happens. So when you have all these doors open, how do you control it? The best way is don't say it. Because that's what they wanted to do. They did it back in slavery. They encouraged us to call each other that. And we're still doing it. They used to pull our pants down to humiliate us. 
walk around with our pants down. We're still doing it. And a lot of things they've been they taught us to do or or or, or forced us to do, we're still doing it. And one way to stop it is to stop saying it. We used to say black and I'm proud. What do we say now? I'm a nigga, I'm proud. How can you be a, a proud black man and nigga at the same time? It's impossible. You can't be I don't, both. Th- I don't think, wait, ho, I don't think that's the, a common phrase to use. I'm I'm What's a nigger that? and I'm proud. I, I'm, no, I, no. I don't think that's... I mean, I get what you're saying. You know what I'm talking <laughs> I get, about. I get yeah, what you're saying, but I don't... You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I get what you're saying. But you. I think a lot of... A lot of the things are out there yeah. are are give a um it's an attribute to like I said the power of the black voice like voice the black voice a Chevy a Chevy Capri is not a a fucking good car I mean I'll be it's not but guess what black people talked about it so now all of a sudden it's one of the the you know what I'm saying the traditional staples at any car show you know what I'm saying that's the power of the black voice. Yeah, but I mean, that's you ain't gonna, you ain't gonna get two hundred thousand miles on no fucking Chevy Capri. Yeah, you got one hit wonders. You got groups that should have never made it, and somehow they were the, with the uh, with the promotion and advertisement, they became stars. It's the same thing with that word. They made they made that that's their iconic word. That's their monument. It's like a statue, a Confederate statue, but only in word verb, in word and in, in a word verbal word. It's a statue of their. Confederacy and their thinking of us against them and how they are superior over us. See? But the difference so but I'm the difference gonna, is so the, the I'm visual. Gonna, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna use that word to The difference for me is the visual aspect, the visualizations mm-hmm. of that aspect, right? Confederate flags, you know, uh um 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 Confederate monuments and all this mm-hmm. stuff. They they're they're not they're not hesitant to wear a Confederate flag hat. But if they if I take the parking space from them at the local grocery store, they may be hesitant to call me a nigga. Mm. So that's why that's why that was just my one of my things I was saying, like, you know. Even though it, it, yes, a lot of words in the English language probably have a lot of negative connotation. Well, but for me, just to make it a complete word, no, no word for me and those who look like me, knowing goodness well, when the time is right, it's going to be used like that guy in the video. He felt brave. He felt ballsy that day. And he was like, you know what? Now's my time to say what I really been wanting to say. Cause I, I'm pretty sure he doesn't, he, he he's not going around saying that every day to every black person he meets. I'm 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 not I can't guarantee that, but I'm I'm pretty sure that he's not made it this far in life. Every black person he meet, hey, that was my parking spot, nigger. Hey, I was gonna use that shopping cart, nigger. Mm. Hey, nigger. Where's the spaghetti sauce? Like, I'm pretty sure he hasn't made it this far in life being that free with the word. It's just that on that simple day or in some situations, he may feel, okay, today's my day. I've had enough. I'm going to say what I've really always been wanting to say because I know it's going to push the right buttons. Mm-hmm. Well, so <laughs> my question. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead, Mark. <clears throat> my question uh, for, you, for you, Wayne, um, 
when you use the word, um, does it bother you at all? Do you ever think about it? Yeah, I do. And the reason I, I can say I do is because I pick and choose, like I said, the times that it's appropriate. I view the word, I view that word the same as a curse word, you know, so I don't just walk up to the 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 lady at Quit Trip and be like, where the fucking bathroom at? The same way I wouldn't be like, hey, nigga, where the bathroom at? So I, I do understand where the word is rooted and I do understand where it's coming from. And that's why I said the moments I use it, I only use it for those that I'm highly familiar with in, in the terms of an endear, uh, endearment. Yeah, even I'm talking about even in those times, like when you're using it around your homeboys, right. do you ever think about it? Does it ever, do you ever think like, damn, I'm, I need to stop using that. Might need to tone it down a little bit cut back on using it or not use it at all do you ever does that ever cross your mind i don't think in an actual case by case i think it has developed over years mm. and like i don't i know for a fact i don't use it as much as i did when i was 20 years old because mm. i don't curse as much as i did when i was 20 years old so i know i don't use it I feel as though I don't use it as much as I probably would have in my younger years. So I guess subconsciously, maybe I do think that, but I don't, when it comes out of my mouth in the moment, to answer your question, no, I don't have an immediate thought in that moment. Like, man, why did I call that black man that? That's, I know what that word really means. You know, I'm, I'm just being honest. I don't think that in the moment. But see, and this is the point I was making. That's what, indoctrination is about. That was brainwashing about. Somehow that got to you from somewhere. You didn't wake up one morning and say, you know what? I'm going to use the word nigga. That didn't happen. Just like a person, just like a person learns to hate. He didn't learn, he didn't wake up when he was born. He didn't, he didn't, he didn't learn. Somebody had to teach him to hate. That word was taught to us to call each other that. That's the point I'm making. So you right, give the, them the, the people that, the people that, that I guess you could say taught me like I, I mean they weren't like family members like I, I've never heard like my parents use it okay, um, okay. but, some other but I've never heard my I've never heard my parents curse either so it's it, to yeah. me like that's why I, mean, I equivalent the, the two together like I've never yeah. heard my mom be like nigga go close that stove I, she's never said that but the see, same way I never heard I her say oh shit I forgot the milk like I've never heard her say that either Okay, so that's what I'm saying. It depends on your, your the, how you were brought up. It, it all depends on that. I, and as a matter of fact, that's in my article. How you, you got some grandparents that use that word, and you got some mothers that do it, and there's some families that don't, don't use it at all. My, you couldn't say that in my house if you, unless you want to live. You couldn't say that word. Why? Because after, evidently something back then when down south in Georgia made them to the point where they don't want to hear that word. That's the same reason why I use the word rape. No one to hear that word because of the history. You didn't learn that word because you decided to say it. You got it from your environment. So I me, mean, so it's not, you didn't invent the word. You didn't create it. You didn't go, okay, this is cool to say. Only because he said it. When we smoke cigarettes, not a, nine, nine, nine or 10 times, we didn't start smoking cigarettes because we wanted to smoke cigarettes. It's because our friends were smoking cigarettes. And if they're from a bad environment, then you're going to pick up that bad environment. If they weren't taught American history and you weren't taught history, how are you going to teach him? 
So all of a sudden, that word becomes cool. But how is a word that you know, not that we know, because a lot of them don't know, that's connected with all these horrific crimes, all of a sudden is okay to say. And all of a sudden, you took the power when back in slavery, they encouraged you to say it. So you're actually doing what they encouraged you to do since then. They encouraged the slaves to call. He said, did you know that when one, when, when one slave owner sends, your name could be Brian, and then when they send you to the next owner, he could change your name. See, a lot of brothers didn't know that. They could change your name. And then until you get that new name, guess what you, you the, the, the international name is? Nigga. That's what you are. They would go around. What is he? Yeah. Niggas. Niggas should call each other niggas because they want to be in compliance with their slave master, like Samuel L. Jackson did in the Django. He was a compliance in compliance. You had slaves that didn't even want to want to be free because they wanted to keep doing what they be with their slave masters because they was indoctrinated. They were brainwashed. So be calling each other niggas was okay. You can't get around it because you can't change the history. You can't defend it if you can't, if you can't change. Now, now if the history is a lie, okay, but it's not a lie. It's not a lie. They encourage us to call to do it and they're still encouraging us to do it. And if they can't do it themselves, like the white guy said, we'll find another way to get them to do it. Because before, we used to sing with black and the proud. Respect yourself. Take that white, I used to take that sheet off your head. That means stop acting like a, a KKK. So if you call each other nigga, you acting like them. That's what it's talking about. Respect yourself, you know? Be proud of yourself. We had those kind of songs going. They didn't like those songs because they were uplifting. They was waking us up. Brothers, we called each other's brothers. You know what brother means? Unity. Niggas don't mean unity. It never has. There's no other way you can look at it. If he told you to do it back then, and he wants you to do it, and you're still doing it, what are you doing? You're copying, you're following his orders. Now you figure, oh, I say it, I'm not following. Yes, you are. Because that's what he wants you to do. He wants you to tell your children they're niggas. He wants you to tell your wife and everyone, your uncles, your brothers, your niggas. I don't care how you do it. Get that message across, like the guy said. Until next time on the main satellite. Yeah, yeah. All right, fellas. All right, have a good night, bro. All right, take it easy, bro. All right. All right.